Welcome everyone. Back. Welcome back. It's like <laughs> welcome, we never left. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> uh, welcome to Planes, Trains, and Wine Stains. We are your hosts. I am Melissa. And I'm Kelly. Oh. Can you hear the chair? <laughs> That's actually just her back. Crack. That's what it sounds like normally. So yeah, I was just getting my notes for the day. Perfect. Uh-huh. So we're just going to assume that everyone listened to the first episode and you already understand the format. So I am going to go right into the wine that we're going to be drinking today. This one's a little scary. Yes. Scarier than last time. <laughs> it's got a projectile. Oh my gosh. Uh, so what I did was um, I chose today a Prosecco. So this is Lamarca. Um, I did, so I do have to own up to, I did fuck up the last time. I said, uh, uh, DCOG was the label. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's DOCG. You know, we learn. We live and we learn. But this one is a DOC. So it's not as good technically. Like it doesn't, they didn't meet as many qualifications for the DOCG, but it's still, again, like, you know, it's a good quality wine. Um, so Prosecco is a sparkling white wine and uh, very similar to Champagne. Fun fact, Champagne can only come from Champagne, France. Champagne is really more about the kind of grape, which is why it's called Champagne. I feel like such an adult because I already knew that. And that's like a very like adult fact. To it know. is a very adult. So <laughs> this has, uh, obviously because it's sparkling, it has um, one of the, I don't know what this kind like of cork. Yeah. Like, popping cork right it's yeah a popping cork so i'm gonna try this and let me tell you you should probably like ease it out a little bit before you try to like force it out oh Oh, here we go whoa (laughs) that was crazy (laughs) i might have died oh guys the party's about to begin that was a good one it was a good one um so today we are going to continue our uh trip of italy and we are going to be starting in Florence today. Yeah, we're just changing regions. We we stayed in Rome last time, uh-huh. but now we are on the move. That's right. We are headed into Tuscany. My favorite. Yes. Well, that's hard. One of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> would you say it was your favorite, or would you say that, like, as we went further south? Um, like, overall? Of the trip. I think... I know we're jumping the gun probably on that, but... Yeah. I think Siena or Pienza were my favorite. So we're in the, the Tuscan region. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, so, wait. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. So let's see. I guess, do you want to start talking about Florence since it was one of your favorites? Yeah, let's do it. So... We're not going to break it down. Like, if you listened to last episode, we got a little too granular, I think. We're just going to generalize here. So, first thing that you see when you get to, like, the main center part of Florence is the Duomo. I think that's what people think about. Mm -hmm. Um, If you don't know what the Duomo is, it's basically just a giant church. But uh, (laughs) they are known for their domes. Duomo domes. So, it's really ornate on the outside. I don't know if you remember this, actually. The tour guide, like we mentioned before, we get, like, tiny tour guides for each location that we go to. Tommaso 
was our tour guide overall. But he hooked us up with someone for the Duomo and Florence. And she was able to tell us that they thought that everyone should see the the beauty of these churches. So they put it on the outside. Yeah. And the inside is actually quite simple. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, outside of the tiled floor, which was really beautiful, or mosaic, I don't know what it's technically called, really, there was almost nothing. Uh, And then inside the dome, they also had painted all of the... Uh, some biblical stuff in there. But I can't say that, I remember what that looked like. <laughs> oh, I can show you. <laughs> I actually had like a bit of food poisoning when we were in Florence. You uh, did? Yeah, I did. For sure. Because we went to lunch and I got bruschetta because I was like, what can I try to like choke down? And I didn't even get to eat that because I was so sick. Whoa. Where do you think it I was actually, from? Paid a euro to use the bathroom on the street. <laughs> That's when you know Americans are desperate is when we're willing to pay for the bathroom. I was like, need a bathroom stat. Here's a euro. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I didn't make it known to the whole trip because I, I really didn't want to uh, <laughs> to cause attention to myself. That's wild. In that time of need. But, I yeah, had, I was feeling quite sick. I had literally no idea. Literally. No well, I'm idea. glad I played it off. Yeah, you did play it off really well. <laughs> That is that is one thing that about I actually didn't mind it that much having to pay. I mean, I'm sure if I had to do it all the time, that would be one thing. Well, they were a lot cleaner because of that. Yeah. So, yeah. And I felt overall less packed than if you go somewhere in oh gosh, there's some awful public bathrooms in the in America. Yeah, and I mean, one thing that you notice too when you travel is that uh, our stalls are not very private no. in America, mm-hmm. and like I don't think a lot of people know that, but in Europe, the stalls go floor to ceiling with the the walls and the doors. You are fully in a stall. Yeah. So we'll get to that later, but there's a fun story that happened in the bathroom. I don't know if Melissa remembers. That, okay, it just sounded really saucy. Maybe it is. <laughs> I mean, Courtney was involved, so, you know, it it had to be fiery. (laughs) Oh, we're just calling you out, Courtney. No big deal. Yeah, but we'll we'll get there. That happened, um, uh, technically, it happened in, oh, I'm blanking. Where do we take the ferry? You know what? Never mind. We'll get there. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we'll get there. It's a good story. Uh, Um, Yeah, so, do you have anything else to say about the Duomo? No, I was just going to say... Though, in general, why? Because I think, did you just say that it was your favorite? Yeah, Florence? it was the first time in, you know, we had been there for about four or five days at this point in Italy. It's the first time it truly felt fully Italian. Like that vision that you have in your head when you're like, you know, what does Italy look like? Sure, you think of Colosseum and things that are in Rome. But Rome is very much a city, like a modern city put around all these old things Florence is just old it just Mm -hmm. feels old and I was like (laughs) this is what I picture it looks like a postcard she loves everything old just love it old um but you just think of like that picturesque you know it's in all the movies and Mm -hmm. people are driving down those countrysides with like nothing yeah that's Florence and that's Tuscany yeah definitely well and we also 
that the place that we stayed at was awesome. Yes. So the place that we stayed at was transformed from a monastery to a hotel. Yeah. So it was super old and it had a beautiful view as well. Mm -hmm. You couldn't see Florence, but they had just a beautiful view of like the Tuscan area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was an awesome, really an awesome spot. And we'll get back to that place as well. Sure. (laughs) Um, But while we were in town, we also got Mm -hmm. to see the David. Yep. Which, who knew he was so tall? Uh, I I certainly did not. I know. (laughs) He's like two stories high. Yeah. I I was like, everything... It's the biggest penis I've ever seen! (laughs) Yeah. So small compared to his body. Um, But yeah, the... What was it called? The museum that he's actually in. I have no idea. I'm I'm blanking, and that's not very cool, because... It was a great museum. Uh, they had, like, all these busts of people and just statues all over the place. Yes. And, and oh my gosh, that reminds me, because they had those angels that Michelangelo never finished. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Those were, mm-hmm. that was really cool. So some stuff that that is just centuries old. Yeah. It was bizarre. Because yeah. we don't really have anything that old in America, really. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's uniquely Some European. trees, maybe. Mm-hmm. Some trees. <laughs> uh, we also got to see a leather-making demonstration. Yeah, because Florence is really well-known for their leather. So, yeah. or I guess in, in general, that area, that part of Italy. And I was sitting there taking notes because I wanted to shop. And I was like, let's get the realest shit out there. <laughs> but I need to know what I'm looking for. So... They gave us a whole demonstration on what to look for and what's fake and what's not, yeah. what's illegal and what's not. Yeah. You know, if they say it's genuine leather, that's actually illegal in Italy for them to put genuine leather and it's not. Yeah. Italians, man. Although, what I do like, this was, I think that there's a certain attention to detail and protection of certain things like that because one of my favorite parts of Italy is the fact that no matter where you go, espresso is a euro, and a cappuccino <laughs> is a euro and 50. I don't know how you say that, euro and, and a half. But <laughs> literally any everywhere you go, because it's so strictly regulated, the only time that they like upcharge you is if they charge you for like seating. Oh, outdoor seating, you get like another euro charge for that. But yeah. that... Live band, upcharge for that. Oh my gosh, and we'll get to that too. <laughs> but... <laughs> But, and that is honestly one of the things that I really loved about Italy. It seems that there was a fair amount of regulation for the benefit of the people, not Mm -hmm. for the benefit of corporations or anything like that, which was really awesome. True. Yeah. I had so much espresso, guys, while I was there. Espresso. Espresso. No, not espresso. If any of you say espresso, I cannot be your friend. (laughs) There's nothing I hate more. Anyways, Um, go ahead. Yeah, so surprisingly, I did not have a lot of coffee. I love coffee, but I like a cold coffee, and that's not very European. (laughs) So I would have my cappuccino in the morning, and that was about it at the hotel. Yeah. So, okay, so we were in Florence. We did the leather making... uh, uh, Demo. Thank you. I'm Mm -hmm. like, exhibit? That's not not the right word. And then we shopped. Uh Hell yeah. I bought a, a wallet. 
Uh-huh. And I bought a belt for my dad, mm-hmm. which I don't know if he wears. <laughs> Maybe it's his, like, fancy belt. He saves it for, like, fancy occasions. Oh, sorry, guys. I have to pull out my fancy belt for this, <laughs> this occasion. Is the fancy belt. What I don't it? even know if people can see it because, like, his shirt hides it anyway. <laughs> but we know. Yeah. We know. Uh, but was that the same day that we ran into John? No, that was the next day. Okay. So let's go back to that hotel. So yeah. after this long day of, of being in Florence and the town and, yeah. and all of that, we uh, get back in the bus and they're taking us to the hotel. It's like dusk or like um, sunset, I guess. You know, that's what they call it. <laughs> um, but we're driving on the side of what feels like a mountain. It's it's mm-hmm. tall. And you can see out into this valley I have video of it, and I might post it, but it just seems incredible. And then I just remember the bus turning around, and Elliot yells, did he turn around so you guys could take more pictures? Because it was so <laughs> gorgeous, and the bus yeah. driver knew we were all freaking out, because again, bus full of photographers. Yeah. So we were all just, just kind of losing our minds yeah. a little bit at the, the view. And Corinne took a really beautiful shot of the hillside. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't get enough of it. I thought we were going to pull over because I, I wanted more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like we said, we stayed in this um, old monastery. And once uh, rooming, the rooming situation, I don't know who was, was it just you, Aaron, and Courtney in technically in your room? No, it was me, Aaron, and Sam. That's right. In my room. And then it was me, Jen, and Abby were in the other room and we were our rooms were right next to each other so the heads of our beds were against the wall that divided us so we got back that night and we had done a fair amount of walking because we were doing shopping we were doing all of the the demo stuff we walked all around the museum so everyone else (laughs) was ready to party and i was like guys i'm tired i'm going to bed (laughs) of course (laughs) Because I, that's just my style, y'all. Like, let's, let's talk a little bit about the rooms. So the rooms were very inconsistent because of what the building used mm-hmm. to serve. Mm-hmm. So some people, like we mentioned before, the boys. Uh, the boys basically had a room with no windows. It was <laughs> what I remember them saying was like an octagon. Very tall, tall octagon. No windows except for a sunroof or like a, a window, a skylight at the top. Oh my god, I'm dead. Then, you know, your room, what was your room like? Because I didn't even get to see it. I'm sorry, guys, I'm eating. Oh yeah, I called her out. She's <laughs> the same pretzels. Um, <clears throat> ours was just pretty standard. Like, you walked in, there was a bathroom on the left, two beds, a little desk, and then a window. It wasn't anything special. And mine was ballin <laughs> so we walk in it's huge first of all mm-hmm. it was really big and we keep moving through the room to discover a gigantic balcony mm-hmm. that had a spectacular view uh-huh so once people caught wind of how grand our room was it became the party room so one by one people started showing up with alcohol in hand where did we even get all the alcohol? Well, they stopped along the way while we were in town, um, just grabbing up like oh, that's right, that's right, vodka, and yeah. then 
random juices as like mixers and we were trying to figure out where to get cups and it was just the most odd scenario Elliot is pouring uh cocktails into cups and like shaking the cups back and forth just spilling them from one cup to the next (laughs) to shake up the Uh, anyway we had about uh 15 people in our room that night it was incredible yeah it was amazing and I just remember being on the other side of that wall, trying to sleep because they were being so damn noisy. Yeah, and grandma the, over there. I know. <laughs> I was like, keep it down, kids. <laughs> well, you weren't the only one because <laughs> ring, ring on the phone. Uh, Tommaso calls us and we all go, oh my God, like we're so scared. Like, like we're back in college. <laughs> so we make Father Elliot uh, answer the phone because we're all too scared. And Elliot goes, hello. And it's dead quiet in the room. 15 people just fall dead silent. He's like, okay. Okay. Good night. And he hangs up the phone. We're like, what? What is going on? Are we in trouble? He goes, that was Tommaso. He's very disappointed in us. The guests are complaining. (laughs) So uh, apparently all of our neighbors neighbors were disappointed in us. (laughs) And so was Tommaso. (laughs) That's the worst. Oh, I know, but no regrets. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Because <laughs> it was a great night. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. Bonding time. That was the first night that everyone from across the group got together, minus Melissa. <laughs> uh, Did Jennifer go over too? Or was... I think she stopped by for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I just was so exhausted. But it's just one of those things where a big group of people, it can get very segregated into the people that you normally yeah. you know hang out with mm-hmm. so it was neat to have other people uh from the trip who we may not have gotten to know yeah yeah i think that was one of the really nice things is that no one was standoffish or like oh i'm not willing to hang out with that person mm-hmm. or what have you and there were very different people Sure, yeah. Like, from very different backgrounds, very different interests, and outside of photography. And, but, like, everyone just really hit it off. It was really nice. So that was that night. I, once the noise died down, I eventually fell asleep, and I'm such a deep sleeper. So I'm just pointing out I'm, what we I'm have like, for the next day. <laughs> I'm literally just looking at her and shaking anyway, my head. I guess I'm going to keep it moving. Um, <laughs> this is why I need to take a picture of that. Yeah. So so the next day. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned, <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned in the last episode that Jefferson had a good relationship with the tour company, EF, which I realized is education first. <laughs> Not educational fun. Educational fun works too. <laughs> um, but he was gifted a certain amount of money for putting this trip together. And they wanted him to spend it on the trip. But he decided, because this is how cool Jefferson is, that it would be more fun. Shout to out to group, Jefferson. Yeah, to do a group activity. Um, so he just came to them with the idea of let's do a wine tasting in Tuscany. And they said, sounds great. We'll put it together for you. Mm-hmm. So that vineyard is called Torciano. 
Mm-hmm. I think. Can you grab that bottle over there? I actually yeah. saved that bottle, and in episode one, I told you about how that bottle uh, got spilled. The last of it got spilled onto my parents' carpet in their living room. But that vineyard was gorgeous. First yeah. of all, and Melissa trying to chime in from afar. <laughs> yeah, Torciano, T O R C I A N O, and. It was the cutest little thing you've ever seen. We, you know, went amongst all the grapes and we were walking through the vineyard. And then we come across this outdoor sitting area that they had prepped for us. And we had the cutest little tour guide or like wine tasting expert. I don't even remember her name, but she was wonderful she was so wonderful and they're all a family that's the coolest mm -hmm. part it was so this is really where my love of wine started because i was not a big wine drinker before that wine tasting and it was one of the most fun things we ever did that woman honestly should be a stand-up comedian she was yeah hilarious one of the favorite things she said she goes Okay, so you could drink slow, but you also would get more wine if you drank faster. <laughs> and oh I gosh. died. <laughs> so it was so funny because I had this idea in my head of what a wine tasting is, right? Mm-hmm. And like I mentioned before, I very over-dramatize things. So I thought, oh, we're going to sip, we're going to talk about what we're tasting, right? No, no, no. Because <laughs> I remember we ha- were working on our first glass of wine and we were pairing it with like some prosciutto and... and oh, yeah, they had cheese and yeah, meat. And, and, yeah. and they said, you know, take a sip, try some cheese, and then see how it changes when you take a sip and try it with the meat instead. And it was so lovely and so good. <laughs> you but, could really taste what they were trying to point out. Though. I know. Why? It was crazy. But I remember they walked away for a minute, I think, to get other bottles of wine or something. So we were all just sitting there, like, taking our time, relaxing. And she comes back and she goes, hurry up, drink faster. And so we are just kicking back. Like, and they're not whole glasses of wine because Lord knows that would have been awful. Right. But still, these are huge they gave us the biggest goddamn wine glasses I had ever seen in my life. True. And they were filling them up. I mean, it definitely took a little while to get through one glass. And I think we tasted 10 wines? Sure. Yeah, easily. Yeah, because we did a couple reds, a couple whites, and then we also did a dessert wine. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, she just made it so informal, mm-hmm. but educational, mm-hmm. which was the best combination for our group. I think she sensed our group yeah. dynamic, yeah. and she really played into that, which was awesome, because towards the end with that dessert wine, uh-huh. she made a big theatrical thing with a bunch <laughs> of our friends, and who's a shy girl, and they were playing into it, and you know, Colin had to be this like debonair guy trying to whisk Courtney off her feet or something. It was bizarre. It was so fun. But let me tell you, it is such a genius business model, because... You get people drunk, and then you go, who wants to order some wine? We ship to the States. Yeah. <laughs> and the order forms come out, and we are like, what? <laughs> I know. But I think everyone ordered something. At yeah, least something. and there was a minimum order amount. Uh-huh. But the unique part about ordering this 
um, at the vineyard was the wine coming to you wasn't going to be full of sulfites or preservatives. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why you get a hangover when you drink a lot of wine because of those things and you feel terrible. We didn't feel terrible at all. I know. We got drunk. Oh, did we? we? <laughs> sobered up and we felt fine. Yeah. It was crazy because we went, was it, it was like early afternoon. It was like the morning time. Yeah. Or I was going to say, I was like, or was it the morning? You're being generous. It was the yeah, morning. Yeah. Because, because then we drove back to Florence and well, then we were walking around the city. Yeah. That day. I, I'm not jumping ahead. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> well, I want, I don't want to glaze over the fact that we had the best lasagna I've ever had oh, in my whole my entire gosh. life. Yes. Oh, something about Tuscan lasagna compared to a traditional American, your mom made lasagna, so different. Yeah. Well, and that reminds me, I wanted to give a shout out to one of the places that I ate while we were in Rome is called Antica Taverna, and it's close to Piazza Navona. Uh, it's maybe a 10 block walk, but Jennifer and I went there. It was one of the only places that we found with free Wi-Fi. And <laughs> we, I, I totally forgot to tell the story. We were sitting there and we were next to this German couple and we, we were essentially trying to talk to each other, but through very limited verbal communication. And we just like hit it off with them. I know. <laughs> She's looking at her watch. Sorry, I got... No, I got, like, a text message on my watch. Oh, sorry. Um, but but it was it was so sweet because we... Jennifer and I were just walking and we just saw it down an alleyway and we just looked at each other and we instantly knew. We were like, this is where we're going to go. And, yes. And we... I FaceTimed my family while we were there because the Wi-Fi was good enough. And it was one of the only times that I FaceTimed them because the Wi-Fi was good and... But there was this beautiful German couple, and we actually ran into them later when we were getting gelato, and they waved at us. Oh, you get friends. Oh my gosh, it was one of the best experiences. Sorry, I just had to share <laughs> that. But Antica Taverna, it was so delicious, and everyone was so lovely there. So I highly suggest it. Well, now we're back at the yes. wine. Sorry, tasting. I just had to take that little detour. So, so towards the end, we were wrapping up, and and some things have happened on this trip with like people's families and and people's pets and you know we were going to be gone a a long time and um so people were were sharing and were connecting and getting a little emotional I don't know what drove this but Melissa was able to share something with me that was like really personal I don't think you had told anyone at that Mm -mm, time mm -mm. but you know it was it was one of those things where it was like I am going to share this with you that no one else knows this is a big moment, and I was just like, oh my gosh, and she starts crying a little bit, then I start crying a little bit. It was intense. And we were still at the vineyard at this point. We were point still at the vineyard. Because the ordering was happening, so we were standing around, and everyone is clearly drunk. And purple teeth abound. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, it was one of those moments where... It was a deep moment between friends. It was. It yeah. was... That, yeah, that was... And we hadn't spent too much time together at this point on the trip because of me connecting with the college people and and your desire not to be with a huge group the entire time. So that moment was was pretty nice and special. And it was was nice to connect. Yeah. But we definitely suggest wine tasting in Italy. But then immediately we laughed at each other (laughs) for like, we like went like 
super emotional and then we were like this is hilarious because we're so emotional <laughs> it was a roller coaster i don't even remember that that's funny i just yeah. remember crying yeah that's not uncommon for me though well, it's very much my personality to tie it all up with something funny. Or <laughs> That's true. Let's bring it back to like a lightness. That's true. <laughs> so then we load back into the bus and the fun so continues. <laughs> so have I told you guys how Jennifer, <laughs> how she also is d- notorious for being a bit, I don't know if she... She has a uh, motion sickness. Yeah, upset, easily upset stomach. Fear of flying, uh-huh. motion sickness. She's perfect for traveling. <laughs> she was. It's built always for it. gonna be fun with Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, but yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll I'll explain. Okay. Yeah, you were there. I was not. Well, I was there, but I was further back in the bus. So so we're on this we're on this bus and. I should have known. I should have told Jennifer to not drink as much wine in the first place because she is no- notorious for vomiting when she gets too drunk. <laughs> and I love you, Jennifer. I don't judge you for it. I think it's one of your more endearing qualities. Um, <laughs> I do not. I don't do vomit. <laughs> but <clears throat> so we're on the bus and... We were, Jennifer and I were sitting next to each other. So there were a fair amount of us, but we could all kind of sit kind of like with a, a good amount of space between each other. Yeah. We did not fill up the bus. Yeah. But Jennifer and I sat next to each other and we didn't have anyone that were, that was sitting immediately around us. So I remember looking over at her and I saw her hand in front of her mouth and I just knew that it was coming. Mm. And we definitely had too long in the trip that she was going to be able to make it. So I remember asking her, I said, oh, are you not feeling well? And she just nodded her head. And then suddenly, (laughs) suddenly, she started vomiting into her hand and it started spewing everywhere. Well, well, yeah. Like you said, she kind of had her hand up like against her mouth. Yeah. So she was was just like cupping it. It was like breaking the dam that was her (laughs) fingers trying to hold it all back. So it starts spewing everywhere. I look for the nearest thing. I find an empty, like, open water bottle, and I give that to her. Now, just try imagining the aim that it would take to get it into a water bottle. <laughs> but but she tried her darndest. I'm and, impressed. <laughs> and this vomit, oh, I hope you guys aren't too squeamish, but it was so violently purple from all of the wine that we had had. Chianti. <laughs> And like we had said in the previous episode, I was, I chose to wear white Keds the entire trip. Now they were already kind of dirty, but now they were covered in wine stained vomit. Splatters. Yes. It was Jackson Pollock all up on those shoes. Yeah. Because maybe about half of her vomit got into the water bottle and the rest of it was just kind of hitting the rim of the water bottle and just spraying well, you said it got to, onto the floor of the bus. Yeah, too, it got right? onto the floor. It got almost everywhere. It got on my clothes, her clothes, and the stench was something to be reckoned with. All of this was happening, and I had zero clue. <laughs> I'm in the back of the bus just, like, filming and, like, all in my head, like, oh, isn't this amazing because I'm a little wine drunk, and wow, what a day, and... <clears throat> Yeah, and you know, it was just my perfection, you know, contrasted by a few rows up, 
Jennifer was dying. Yeah. And so we were trying our best to like clean it up. So she had, I think like a sweatshirt or a sweater and she was using it to wipe up the floor. Oh God. Yep. And, (laughs) but it was definitely still everywhere and it smelled awful because just imagine the smell of red wine mixed with vomit. It is. I don't want to. Okay. (laughs) You don't have to if you don't want to. I'm not forcing anything on anyone. So, but we eventually get to the hotel and I just remember like how mortified she was and she offered to take my clothes and she washed them for, for us and she scrubbed my shoes. Because Kelly is a pro packer. She brought like little Tide things that you can wash your clothes in a bathtub or a sink. Yeah. It's made for traveling. It's made for Jennifer's vomit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but she even scrubbed my kids, but she didn't get the stain out of them. They were kind of... Do you still have them? I do still have them, I think. Yeah. I left them... I, le- <laughs> <laughs> I left them at the theater because... So I work for a community theater in Maryland. And I, I figured, oh, these are perfect. If I need shoes that I can beat up, I'll just use wear these. And they just bring back great memories. They, don't do bring, they do bring back. I remember, right, like, pretty shortly after we got back, Erin posted a video, or she sent it to me or posted it on Facebook or something, of showing how to clean white canvas shoes that have been stained. <laughs> oh, gosh, so good. <laughs> she must have tagged you so hard in that. <laughs> but oh. yeah, so, but then we did, we did eventually get back, and eventually my clothes were not covered in vomit. Yeah. But Jennifer was so graceful, or, yeah, graceful about it, because she she did offer to clean off my clothes, so. Yeah. Isn't that about the time, too, that she just bought a hoodie? I think so. Yeah. 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 Also, that hoodie caused someone to throw a napkin at her in Venice. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I should have said that for Venice, but it just came up that she got the hoodie. It was like some college... Or university yeah. in Italy. And I think I guess it's in someone Florence. didn't like it. Yeah, I think and it was they in threw Florence. a napkin at her. Yeah. I think it was used. It was a used napkin. Oh, I thought you said youths. The youths. The youths. No, used. As in, they wiped their mouth and then they threw it at Jen. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Poor Jennifer. I can't say. I. You know, maybe she didn't actually enjoy it. The trip. We should probably ask her. I know. <laughs> Jennifer, email us. Let us know if you do the trip. Weinstein's podcast at Gmail. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh but my yeah. Gosh. So that was, was that the, oh, and then so that's we, we, we got back to the city and mm-hmm. we had some free time and we were going to run and do a thing. I'm going to leave that because it has to do with my job. So I'm going to leave it uh, open. But one thing that happened on the way to that, it started just lightly raining. And Florence is pretty hilly. And that's what caused Jen to get sick. But we're running down a hill. And it's cobblestone. And I slid. And I fell. Down the hill. On my knees. <laughs> Tore a hole in my pants, actually. <laughs> yeah. um, and hurt my pride. <laughs> Not gonna lie. It was pretty funny. Some lady was asking me in Italian if I was okay and I had no idea how to respond to her and I was like I'm okay I'm okay oh, gosh I was I was not okay 
It was, you know, we had had a lot of wine. That's true. It might have been the wine. It had also rained, though. Yeah, the shoes I chose to wear were not very grippy or anything like that. And it was a steep hill. It was a very steep hill. (gasps) So, rule number one. We probably were the hottest mess of a, like, group of Americans at that point in Italy. (laughs) Really? That day? Yeah. Well... Yeah. And what was cool about that day was uh, we actually had an exclusive um, gelato tasting as well. Uh, what a day, man. Yeah. Wine and gelato. And um, so Melissa and I had watched this show prior to going on the trip. And it's um, I'll have what Phil's having. Mm-hmm. He has multiple shows, but that's the one. Mm-hmm. And he goes to Italy and he goes to Florence and he tries gelato at this place vivoli mm-hmm. and we kept saying we're gonna go there we're gonna go there and when it was announced that we're doing this gelato tasting we mentioned to Tommaso that we want to do vivoli and he goes oh my gosh it is vivoli <laughs> <laughs> so that's where our our exclusive uh gelato tasting was was taking yeah. place oh it was so fun she was so Sylvia yes yeah yeah so she she came back and she talked us through the process a little bit and she just handed us out we were in the kitchen yeah and we she handed out sample after sample after sample it was so cool she was like what flavor should we make next right so we got to like help her pick a flavor yeah, we, we were able to choose, I think, chocolate. We tried the base, which is like a sweet cream, mm-hmm. and that was amazing on its own. She's handing out these tiny cones. Yeah. We had so much gelato. Yeah, it was so fun, and she was so sweet. And we did mention to her that we had we knew of her because of that show, and yeah. she was like, oh, yes, like I remember... Phil. She liked him a lot. She I, was like, he's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was but just, she was so calm about it. Like, she just didn't think anything yeah. of it. It was just normal yeah. for her. And then as we were walking out, she said, oh, try the jalapeno gelato. So we all got some yeah. pepper gelato as we left. Yeah. I was really nervous about it. I don't like jalapenos, really. Yeah. But And then we all took great. a group photo outside with her. I dropped the ball on that. She, oh, you didn't send it? <laughs> she gave me her email to send it to her, and I never sent it to her to oh, this day. Oh, no. You should just do it. Be yeah, like, I, just do I it. know it's two years late. Well, here's the thing. So, Melissa and I love Disney, mm-hmm. and we were going there around this time last year. They opened another Vivoli, but in America. Yeah. In Disney Springs. <laughs> Guys, if you could see Kelly's face like right now, she is <laughs> shook. <laughs> like what (laughs) i know i know and so if you want a little a little taste of florence in the states and you go to orlando or go to disney go to disney springs go to vivoli i will say it wasn't as good as being in italy the the ingredients are different right it's oh but the recipes are the same we talked to the girl at the one in disney and she said they they bring all the recipes over. She's waiting for another recipe to show yeah, up and yeah, yeah. And it's still banging gelato, either way. Yeah. But yeah, but that comes back again to to one of my favorite things about Italy. Everything did taste so much fresher, and it I don't know it it was just so good. All the food, all of the wine, everything. Mm-hmm. 
literally Italy is genuinely worth it to go just for the food and for the wine. If you like Italian food. And if you don't, what are you doing with your life, honestly? (laughs) So we're coming up now to 40 minutes. So I think probably we should end it here. And I guess this is going to turn into a three-part episode. Sure is. But uh, coming up, we've got Capri. We've got Venice. And uh, someone gets arrested on top of Kelly. So you have that. Stay tuned. You have that to look forward to. <laughs> Cliffhanger. Andiamo, friends. Andiamo. <laughs> <laughs>